welcome to the Armor Men's Health Show with Dr. Mystery and Donna Lee. Hello and welcome to the Armor Men's Health Show. This is Dr. Mystery, your host, board-certified urologist, men's health specialist, and joined, as always, by my wonderful co-host, Donna Lee. That's right. Welcome, everybody. If you're lucky, we're going to talk about my bunions today. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. My, my voice is a little bit husky today. Yeah. A little bit sexy. Is it? Yeah. It's always a little sexy. So I'm taking over your job. <laughs> Why? Because I, <laughs> I can't walk because of my bunions? That's right. This is a men's health show. Uh, we love to deal with everything between the nipples and the knees, mm. which makes today even more special. I know. Because we're going to go all beyond the, way, the knees. All the way down to the ankles <laughs> and the feet. And the feet. We, uh, this show is brought to you by NAU Urology Specialist. That is the group that I started in 2007, and now we are worldwide. Worldwide. Hey, speaking of seven, yeah. it's my seven-year anniversary. Well, congratulations, Donna, mm-hmm. you for forgot. finding someone that could spend that much time with you. <laughs> you forgot, though. I had to tell you it was my anniversary. Listen, I have six children. I'm hurt. I got to remember six birthdays. And luckily, my wife's birthday and mine are the same, so I remember that one. That's true. Like That's a lot of dates. I'm still hurt. I'm a board-certified urologist. Why okay. don't you tell people how to become our patient and you, ask us questions? You can celebrate your anniversary with us by calling 512-238-0762 or visit our website, armormenshealth.com. Check out our podcast wherever you listen to free podcasts. And we're located in Round Rock, North Austin, South Austin, and Dripping Springs, Texas, where they love dripping. And you know what we love? We love guests. We love guests. And today we are joined by Dr. Brandon Smoot from Texas Orthopedics. Mm-hmm. Welcome, Brandon. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. So uh, you're an orthopedic surgeon and... And uh, for our listeners, I always like to talk about kind of what that training, you know, entails. Sure. So after medical school, you applied for and went to residency, right? And how, how long was residency? Residency is five years for orthopedic surgery. And you do an internship year, and then you do four years in orthopedic surgery, uh, where you go up the ladder and do increasingly more difficult cases. Correct. Uh, and where did you do yours? Uh, my residency was in Oklahoma City. Okay. And then afterwards, you did some additional training, right? I spent a year in Australia doing fellowship. That sounds wow. like you were just having fun. It was did a you, great year. Did you start ending all your sentences with R's? Like Arr. Nar. What is it? The pirate ship Australia? No, but when they talk, it's that Nar. I, I don't think that, so. Right? Yeah, not so much. No, what was your Dr. fellowship Smith. in? So I did six-month foot and ankle fellowship. I did a six-month knee fellowship uh, with two uh, relatively well-known guys there. Not well-known in this country, but... Um, and I did... Uh, Stayed in Sydney, Australia, um, and it was wonderful. Uh, beyond work, we got to you know go to the beach almost every day and Aww. swim. And I tried to surf and, and get that was some shrimps on the barbie. Shrimps on the barbie. No, don't do that. <laughs> I played I played rugby uh, at the time, and that was one of the reasons I decided to go. Oh yeah, yeah, that's nice. I played rugby in Chicago in a club league for one practice. I broke three fingers, and that was the end of was, my rugby career. Oh, Ouch. but I think anything <laughs> sponsored by that much of a beer company is probably not the thing that I should do. No, you know what I'm saying. Not when you're a surgeon. Yeah. So, so foot and ankle uh, surgery, you know, uh, many of us would think of a podiatrist as someone that deals sure. with the foot. Maybe you could go briefly into how the training is different and what is the difference between a podiatrist and an orthopedic foot and ankle specialist? Sure. So uh, podiatrists go to podiatry school, uh, orthopedic foot and ankle surgeons go to medical school. So we learn, I think, more about uh, the human body and how it works than probably podiatrists do. We also go to school for longer. So uh, as you said, it it was a five-year residency plus a one-year fellowship. Most podiatrists do two or three years after their uh, their their podiatry school uh, in training, and so I, I can replace a knee if I want to. I could even operate on your back if I wanted to. I don't I don't want to do that. Right? <laughs> but but um, 
so uh, I, th- I think there's uh, just a little more in-depth training uh, from from my standpoint. I think there's lots of good podiatrists in town, uh, and and we also you know refer back and forth occasionally. So we work together just a little higher level of training, probably. So the you know the foot and ankle, you know I, I've suffered from some foot and ankle issues, and the how debilitating it can be to your general life to not be able to stand. Uh, or to or to walk without pain. We often have people on the show that deal with knee, and we've talked about shoulder stuff in the past. But when it comes specifically to, to foot and ankle issues, what are the most common things that you're going to see in your practice? Sure. So ankle sprains uh, are a very common injury, obviously. And I see a lot of folks who have ankle sprains that don't get better. I see a lot of folks with uh, plantar fasciitis, that's, that's heel pain, a typical uh, symptom is pain when I first get out of bed right at the bottom of the heel. Uh, usually gets a little better as you go along. Um, that's common. I see lots of folks with arthritis uh, who've had either trauma or some malalignment issues over the years that have caused arthritis. Uh, I see lots of people with you know tendonitis from overuse. See occasional Achilles tendon ruptures. So as people age, I imagine the types of issues that you're dealing with are different. Sure. So you know your your athlete who's like 16 to 25 is going to have more ankle sprain kind of things, right? Sure. And then and then and then and then talk about an age progression of like kind of what what people normally kind of complain about as they get older. Yeah. So, uh in the young folks mostly uh athletes they get uh, acute injuries from sprains or strains. Middle-aged athletes are more overuse kinds of things and then older older athletes are more degenerative processes. And so uh, let's talk about specific types of activities and, and, and what kind of injuries could occur. So if you're a runner, uh, what kind of what, what kind of common injuries are you going to see if you don't you know trip and fall and, and twist your ankle? Sure. Uh, so there's uh, lots of lots of ways to overuse your body. Running is a, a classic one, and Austin has a vibrant running community, as you're well aware. Uh, so Achilles tendonitis is a common one. Uh, you can get tendonitis of any of the tendons in your foot. But and is that going to give you pain at the top of your heel? Uh, at the back of the heel, and, and maybe more proximal than that, up uh, just just above where the Achilles insertion is on your on your heel bone. Um, and that can can be swollen, can be warm, can be red to the, to look at. And so, it, but again, it, it kind of hurts when you first get out of bed. There's startup pain. That's pretty common with Achilles tendonitis. So with that, you know, relatively common overuse kind of injury, uh, besides not using it, yeah. <laughs> what are some other co- co- common steps that people can take? Well, that's that's actually the first thing you said is the big one, and it's the hardest one because people who run, uh, you know, more than 15 miles a week don't want to be told, like, you can't run for a while, right? Uh, mm-hmm. So uh, actually getting people to stop running is the hardest part because uh, they just, they, 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 they can't do it because it's, that's, that's what drives them. But beyond, uh, beyond actual rest. Medication can be helpful. Uh, stre- uh, physical therapy is often very helpful for tendonitis kinds of problems. Uh, those, those are the main things. You know, this is why I never get hurt because I'm not active. You, because the couch is a very difficult place to get that's hurt right. from. Sorry. Unless I'm falling down and <laughs> reaching for the snacks, I'm not ever hurt. It's great. So that's my lesson to you all. You know, and I'm not going to make a, a big generalization, but I'm going to make a small one. <laughs> the one nice thing about an orthopedic foot and ankle specialist over a podiatrist mm-hmm. is that the podiatrist would just come in and just hit me over the head all the time about not wearing any bare feet, and I'd have to wear shoes all the time. Oh, yeah, that's true. What do you think about bare feet and, and floors? Well, so 
I think we were without shoes for much of our history, right? <laughs> I, I, we're, we're designed that way. Okay, good point. Um, so uh, I, I like it. Yeah, there was a, there was a Nike book that, Air Neanderthal. There, there was a there was a book that came out. It's been twenty twenty five years ago that talked about barefoot running and the benefits of that. And gosh, it sure did create a lot of business for me because we were used to wearing shoes, and then people went to without shoes, and with less support, they got these overuse injuries. Um, and some people's feet are okay for uh, barefoot running. Some people's feet just you know should not be tried to uh, to run barefoot because they. I'm just, so glad I don't have to see those little finger shoes anymore <laughs> mm, right thank god <laughs> i i, I think i don't i don't have a problem with barefoot unless you have a certain problem if you have a certain problem then you have to treat it by maybe wearing uh, a different shoe or a big more supportive shoe right i think that that is um uh, it's so important that there's not you know one answer for for everybody when sure. it comes to, uh, to to any of those things so when it comes to plantar fasciitis for in, in specifically, because I think a lot of us have suffered from it, can you uh, mention some preventative strategies that people can go through if they've suffered from it and now healed or yeah. if they don't want it? So I, I think stretching <clears throat> is the mainstay treatment for plantar fasciitis. What's your uh, favorite stretch? So a uh, favorite stretch is sitting with your uh, affected foot on your other knee and grabbing your big toe with the same hand as the foot that's irritated and pulling the big toe up. And that really does it is a great stretch for the plantar fascia itself oh well that's a good one so that's one uh, the other one is standing against the wall with the affected foot back uh, you want your heel on the ground you want your knee straight you want to lean into the wall so that you're really stretching the calf muscle in addition to stretching the plantar fascia because it's really stretching that calf muscle that you know it, it mimics the stretch that you're looking for when it comes to plantar fasciitis sure most people who have plantar fasciitis have some degree of calf tightness as well so stretching the calf muscle is important you can tell he's a good educator because he uses his hands when he talks yes that's good about Pro his feet probably better <laughs> use his hands <laughs> when he talks about his feet so uh now we're going to put you on the spot yeah. so mm. many of the doctors that come on cannot tell us their <laughs> phone number or website of their office which i think is very funny it wow. is funny yes I can yes do it. oh he you got, it? It? He's got been, it he's been there for oh. 20 years he, he probably he probably he probably, picked, he probably picked the phone number well our, our <laughs> business has been around for a long time so we have an easy website txortho.com and, okay. uh, and and if, if you want an appointment with Dr. Smoot, a foot and ankle specialist, how do, what, what number do they call? 512-439-1000. Wow. Well, that's, uh, that's, that's pretty nice. impressive. That's that easier than our number. All right. Well, we're going to come back and talk about knee pain here in just a couple of minutes. Donna, how do people get a hold of us? That's right. You call us right away at 512-238-0762. And you can also reach out to us through our website, armormenshealth.com, where we have a little button at the top right that says, submit your question. You can submit your questions for Dr. Brandon from Texas Orthopedics right there and we'll get them answered for you. And don't forget we're in Round Rock, North Austin, South Austin, Dripping Springs and listen to our podcast wherever you listen to free podcasts. Hello and welcome back to the Armor Men's Health Show. This is Dr. Mystery, your host, joined as always by my co-host, Donnelly. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. For those of you that are not uh, regular listeners, uh, you may not Boo. know that this show is brought to you by NAU Urology Specialists. That's the group that I started in 2007. Mm -hmm. We have six urologists. We have an interventional radiologist that does amazing work with prostate artery embolization. He is a, he is a dynamo. He's amazing. He's, great. he's very fun, and he's been on the show several times, so Google Dr. Preston Smith and our show name. We have six advanced practice providers. We have two pelvic floor physical therapists. We have a health coach. We do sleep apnea. We do testosterone. We do everything we can to help you take care of your whole body and your whole self. That's right. We're the only holistic urology group that I've ever heard of in the entire universe. And they know about us in Hollywood. We actually had, you know, oh, that's right. Hollywood come here we had Hollywood. all the way 
because we had, we're a holistic urology group. And several people. What was the guy from Dubai? No, no, we can't. Oh, yeah. We, had, we can't say who. No, I know. We can't yeah, say the name. I, I work here as a I mean, maybe person. Michael Jackson. Oh, well. <laughs> but they, we did have somebody from another country. We did. Come get For a vasectomy. vasectomy. That's right. That's not very holistic. Well, it's sort of holistic. Yeah. Our, our, our mystery <laughs> like vasectomy, no needle, no scalpel, IV sedation vasectomy, very mm. popular. Mm-hmm. Good times. I well, had one the other day. Well, we're joined again by a wonderful guest, Dr. Brandon Smoot from Tex Orthopedics. Thanks a lot for joining us again, Brandon. Good morning. Thank you. So uh, in the last segment, we talked about some common conditions uh, that affect the foot, uh, how we might prevent them and treat them. We talked about Achilles tendonitis and plantar fasciitis. What's different from, a, you know, in, from my own you know, feelings is that an orthopedic surgeon is going to be trained to go above the ankle and yes. the foot and go to the knee where as, as someone who understands that the thigh bone is connected to the hip bone and the most important bone, <laughs> the uh, bone. I know that everything is connected. So, so, so we know that erectile dysfunction and urinary issues can be affected by back issues and, and pelvic floor issues. So that connection for us is, 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 has been well known. Talk to us about up things that can affect down things when it comes to orthopedics. Sure. Uh, so, uh, as, as you mentioned, uh, the thigh bones connected to the shin bone, et cetera. And, and if you've got any malalignment in your foot. Is you... that what you learn in five years of residency? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Touché. Are so technical. Touche. Uh, you're with. Um, if, if there are uh, malalignment issues uh, anywhere along the chain, it can affect other parts of the chain. Certainly, if you've got an overpronated foot, you may have more knee pain because of that. And sometimes an orthotic in your shoe will correct the overpronation and actually make your knee feel better. Um, true for uh, back and hip as well. If you've got a very stiff hip, you may have back pain because um, you're uh, not able to move your hip properly, and it's going to make you move your back more when you walk, and that can create problems. So, you know, if somebody's complaining of knee pain, you know, when they get evaluated, I'm sure you look at how they're standing and their gait and if the foot is, is contributing. But if you're just a listener out there and you're wondering if, you know, going to the Good Feet store uh, or Instep, Mm-hmm. Our friends at which our friends, our friends at which uh, they, they don't sponsor us, but uh, they don't. They did take care of me with some Birkenstocks that really helped my That's my right. plantar fasciitis. They're lovely. So, um, if if someone's out there and sees a commercial on say knee pain and they're wondering if it's their foot and they need an orthotic, are there any kind of symptoms or a, a particular pattern or a particular type of person that's more likely to have you know knee pain caused by foot and ankle issues? Sure. If if you get out of the shower and you uh, step on a with a wet foot, a a a paper towel, and and your footprint looks like a box, then you probably have an overpronated foot. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. And maybe maybe an orthotic is a good idea. I love Instep, love Caravel for those kinds of things. That's a that's a reasonable test to look for. If you look down at your feet and your toes are not pointing at the wall, you're they're pointing away from each other. Maybe that's another sign that you have overpronated feet. That's exactly oh, that's the kind of I stuff have. that's perfect. Like, you know, it, it, it's great to be able to see that when you're looking down at your toe. Yeah. And, oh, and seeing, that's and, what I have. No, you have that bunion thing. Your your your, oh, your toe has my bunion your toe goes points up up and then to the left. Yeah, it all goes down over to the right. Well, so that that may be an angular deformity through the toe joint, not through the hind foot per se. Oh, I see. Y'all are talking about other stuff. Yes. Yeah. Not my bunion. I got you. <laughs> Continue. So when it comes to just plain old <laughs> knee pain. Yeah. What are the most common causes of plain old knee pain? Hmm. So depending on the age, as we talked about in the first segment, uh, this could be arthritis, a a degenerative process. You may have injured the knee. You might have torn meniscus um, or even a ligament in your knee if you have had a specific injury going on. 
Some people get a, a, uh, a tendonitis, just like we talked about in the foot and ankle. You can get a patellar tendonitis. Uh, you can get a, a pes bursitis. That's uh, inflammation of the tendons that come just below the knee on the inside. And those are those are probably the most common causes of knee pain. So, so I think most of our listeners and 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 most even doctors that aren't orthopedic surgeons, yeah. we know that if it's really bad, you can get a knee replacement. Sure. But I imagine there's a lot of steps before somebody gets their knee sure. replaced. Sure. <laughs> yeah. So oftentimes there are uh, mechanical issues uh, that can resolve with uh, either orthotics, as we talked about, or physical therapy is often helpful if there's any imbalance in the muscles. Uh, strengthening the thigh muscles or the muscles across the knee is, is very helpful for most things. Uh, so physical therapy is often a starting point for, for knee pain. You have physical therapy sure. on site. Yep. Okay. Ther- therapy at all of our offices. There's seven of them across the, across Central Texas. Oh, See, there you go. Right. Now, now, Commercial. now she's doing it. Now she's Commercial. doing it. Thanks, Don. So, so, <laughs> so like, uh, I find that some patients feel that physical therapy is a, not a legitimate hocus course pocus. of action. Like, yeah. they, I, it happens to me all the time. I'll get mm-hmm. a 30-year-old guy who has classic pelvic floor-related urinary urgency, mm-hmm. and I'll say, you need to have physical therapy, and he'll look at me like, like what? what are you talking on about? My knee? Like, yeah. you need to operate on me or give me a pill. Do you get yeah. some of that? I get that a lot. I get that a lot. Uh, I, I think even in or- orthopedic surgery, where physical therapy seems like the most obvious thing right? for so many things. We had a patient that yelled at us about that and said, I don't want to learn about that yoga. And I was like, <laughs> what? That's not it. <laughs> that yoga. <laughs> Uh, it, it is it is time consuming. It, it's expensive, and and as Americans, we want we want it now. Quick, we, yeah. we don't want to have to work for it. We want it uh, yesterday. So, um, but I, I I agree with you. That physical therapy is very valuable for many many conditions that I treat, and uh, I, sometimes you have to talk people patients into it. And it can sometimes prevent surgery for both of your type patient types. Sure, it's amazing. And so, um, you know, when it comes to. Uh, arthroscopic surgery and, and total knee replacement, we yeah. have that. Now, if has, has anything really changed in the last like 15 years? Is anything different today than when I would have been, you know, like uh, yeah. helping my orthopedic colleagues when I was training? Uh, great question. I, when I first came out of training, if you uh, had an MRI that showed a meniscus tear, you were going to get a surgery to take that meniscus out. And we've, we've come to learn that it doesn't work out that well for folks that have degenerative meniscal tears versus an acute meniscal tear uh, where, you know, most 20-year-olds who tear the meniscus know exactly when it happened versus a 60-year-old who comes in with knee pain and has, an, find MRI, a meniscus, yeah. has, has an MRI that's already been ordered by the primary care doctor despite they're already having arthritis arthritis uh, and, and they come in with a meniscus tear and they expect surgery and, and, and we've figured out that that doesn't work very well. And so we counseling those folks, look, we need to try some other things before we take your meniscus out. Wait, 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 wait. You're operating less? Uh, operating less. That doesn't for... sound good at all. <laughs> <laughs> Not for that sure. sounds like the opposite. No, we're, uh, we are a holistic practice. Oh hey, my Lord. Wow. I don't know about tech, tech orthopedics taking over our. Used it against us. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. How about so, so, so a less interventional tone is uh, for, sure. for certain, for certain so conditions. Injections are often helpful and there's uh, corticosteroid injections, uh, steroid shots, as, as everybody knows about. There's uh, viscous supplementation, uh, which is a so you can put, job for you the can, you can put a lube job in the knee now. Lube job in the knee. That's been around for 20 years. Okay. Yeah. Oh. And that's done with an ultrasound guidance in the office. You know, some doctors use ultrasound. Some doctors just, uh, a knee, the knee joint is a large structure. It's not hard to get a needle in the knee. I, I, I personally have never used ultrasound to inject knees because I don't think I, you need to. I, mean, I, I think there are other joints that are harder to hit that require some help. Uh, but, but for the knee, I haven't made it that He's a practice. pro. He's so a who, pro. who's the patient that's going to be the best candidate for a lube job? 
Yeah, so somebody with mild to moderate arthritis. Uh, 300 who bucks has, and some roses. That sounds dirty. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> mild to moderate arthritis uh, with you know some stiffness, maybe a little swelling, um, and, and not really mechanical symptoms. Really sharp, catchy kind of pain doesn't respond as well to the lube job. I gotcha. So if it's more like when they're just even just, 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 just yeah. regular walking, they're having some knee pain, t- as opposed to the person that feels like it's catching when they're sure. walking upstairs. Yeah, or dull, like throbby, achy pains is, is arthritis. Uh, and, and the more you do, the more it hurts, sounds like arthritis as well. Hmm. And if somebody gets one of these things, how long can they uh, you know, expect to have some, some relief? Yeah, typically lube job, the visco supplementation shots last about I six like lube months. job. Lube job better? Okay. <laughs> of course Fair you enough. <laughs> Of course It's you interesting that this, uh, this technology came from veterinary medicine they started this in racehorses uh, and it's oh. actually made from uh, the original lube job shot was made from rooster comb st- the stuff that jiggles down the chin oh. of the of the rooster that was my nickname in college rooster, rooster comb, comb. Rooster comb. Rooster comb the mystery <laughs> yeah I, I don't think they were complimenting me no yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if they want an appointment with you brandon at Text Orthopedics, Dr. Brannon Smoot. Uh, what's the website and what is your phone number? Sure. Uh, website, uh, www.txortho.com. Uh, sell, the, the phone number is 512-439-1000. And Donna, how do people get a hold of us That's and right. uh, ask us questions and become a patient of ours because we are open for business. That's right. We're open for business. And for that different kind of lube job, you call us at 512-238-0762, our website, armormenshealth.com. And you can submit your questions right there at submit a question top right don't forget we're in round rock north austin south austin and dripping springs texas and listen to our podcasts wherever you catch podcasts the armor men's health show is brought to you by nau urology specialists for questions or to schedule an appointment please call 512-238-0762 or online at armormenshealth.com